Indiana Jones almost started World War One. So we're going to get into that. We're going to get into the bigger picture of Indiana Jones and how he views love. There's always been this comment about the character of Indiana Jones that some of the females represented in those films they didn't feel quite right. So we're going to jump into that today because what we want to focus on is episode three um, coming from Disney Plus of The Adventures of Young Indiana Jones, which is called The Perils of Cupid. And Cupid does present us with some, some distinct perils that we need to look out for. Uh, quick recaps of both episodes that occur here. It starts out in, and he's in Austria. So what we're looking at right now is he's in Austria. And... While he's in Austria, he actually is taking part in some um, horse riding lessons. So here's Indy uh, riding horses. He's learning on um, how to be a good horseman, basically, from these professional Austrians. Now, fun fact, I have a friend who lives in Austria, and she actually um, introduced my wife and I to one of the horses and the horseback riders who is part of this like elite horse riding um association of some kind this is like the baseball of austria if this was like like the lakers of austria <laughs> these these uh horse riding teams so indy is actually getting horseback riding lessons you can see indy right there on the screen he's getting horseback riding lessons um from these professionals but he's also going to meet somebody here i want to go back about 10 seconds because we're going to see a little bit of the person that he falls in love with. This is the first person who Indy ever falls in love with is this young girl right here. Her name is Sophia. And it just so happens that Indiana Jones is, um, how would we say this? Going to fall in love with the princess of Austria. This is uh, Franz Ferdinand's daughter, which is going to lead up to how he almost starts World War I. So this is a little bit about Indiana Jones learning about love. For those of you who are listening and not watching, the screen right now is showcasing this, this little, it's basically uh, where they host these horse riding events is this cube-like building that is all dirt and they have a bandstand, a grandstand that you can look out and see the horse people riding in there with their horses. In this case, they're just using it to train these kids. They're not using it for actual um, performances. And this young princess dropped her hat. Indiana Jones picks up her hat for her. And Indiana Jones basically falls in love with this princess. Um, and they go, they, he encourages her to go ice skating with them. They kind of sneak away from their, from their nannies and they go ice skating. That gets him in massive trouble. He has to apologize to Franz Ferdinand. His dad is mad. I mean, one of the things that always happens in these shows is Indiana Jones gets himself in trouble. But the most fascinating part of this whole episode of uh, The Adventures of Young Indiana Jones is that Indiana Jones is not allowed to hang out with Sophia anymore because of all the trouble that he caused when they went ice skating, which they were not supposed to do. And that presents Indy with this interesting scenario wherein his dad has a dinner and at the dinner he invites over to the dinner i'm going to see if i can find some footage for those watching on youtube but he's going to invite to the dinner sigmund freud carl jung and he does invite one other um, gentleman as well uh that i forget the name of but 
essentially what you've got here is if you're looking at the screen um, on the left-hand side of the screen um, are the Carl Jung and um, Sigmund Freud. Sigmund Freud is in the middle and they are going to advise young Indiana Jones on what it means to be in love. And of course, Jung and Freud have different opinions about that. Um, one of the funniest things <laughs> George Lucas is always pushing the boundaries of whatever rating system he's given. So for example, um, I just, I just reread this, that uh, it was thought that temple of doom, which is rated PG by the way, should have a, a different rating, but they're like, is, is rating is having it being rated R too much. And Spielberg said, well, you should have an in a rating in between PG and R so that we can showcase movies like temple of doom. And that's how the PG 13, rating actually came out it was instigated um in large part because of temple of doom and george lucas it does this thing where he tries to age up everything so this is a really fascinating conversation because um essentially carl uh, jung and sigmund freud particularly are going to have this conversation about love with young indiana jones the kid's only like eight years old eight nine years old right no indiana jones and Indiana Jones is like, well, what is love? And he he's like, I have all these feelings, and I want to, I want to tell this girl that I love her. And uh, Sigmund Freud is like, well, love is just sex. <laughs> and he has a whole diatribe about how the fact that love is just about sex. He's telling this eight year old kid this, and it's 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 actually pretty funny that Lucas would even pursue that. And then everyone's getting really uncomfortable with that. But the end result of this is that Sigmund Freud and Carl Jung essentially tell indie that he needs to pursue his feelings of love and that he should go talk to Sophia about this which is then going to mean that that little indiana jones here is going to break into the austrian palace and we're going to see a shot here he's he's broken into the austrian palace if you're if you're looking at this um, on youtube you can see that there's a shot of franz ferdinand with his curled up mustache uh and franz ferdinand is really pissed off at Indiana Jones. He, first of all, Franz Ferdinand is kind of living in this paranoid environment because this is prior to World War One. This is about 1908 or, or, or thereabouts. It could be, um, you know, it could be a little 1909, 1910, but it's in that, it's in that vicinity, which means that World War One is not that many years away. And yet here's Indiana Jones breaking into the Austrian palace. And so that causes him to be even more paranoid. And he's like, basically, Indiana Jones, you cannot talk to my daughter. It's impossible. You know, get out of here. And Indiana Jones says, okay, I understand. And he leaves. And then he goes right and breaks right back in and then goes to see Sophia. And there's this, there's a cute scene where um, he actually is talking to Sophia in her room and they exchange gifts, which is kind of cool. But then that means that Indiana Jones is this lovesick puppy. Um, now I'm going to hold off on telling you what we learned from these episodes. Cause these episodes tied together, these two episodes, the one in Austria and then the one we're going to see that's in Florence, Italy, the two are tied together for a theme that has an impact on Indiana Jones' character. So let me, let me give a recap of the second episode before we say, like, how did all of these things impact the character of Indiana Jones? So in this, in this second um, episode, the immediate thing that happens is that Indiana Jones um, and his family go to the opera. Let's see if I can get a good shot of this. Yeah, here we go. They go to the opera they're watching the opera. After the opera is over, um, there's a delegation of people who they're staying with. And those people say, you have to meet the maestro that's behind this opera. I'm going to introduce you to this guy. And so they take Indiana Jones's family back and they start to they meet the maestro. And the maestro is like, I don't even want to talk to you guys. I'm too tired. But then he sees Indiana Jones' mom. 
And when he sees Indiana Jones' mom, he has instant feelings for her. The maestro does. And so he's kind of like, I want to get to know her more. And um, and so this episode is all about this uh, Italian opera composer. And Indiana Jones' mom, Anna, loves opera. And this guy... You can see a picture of him if you're watching um, on the Orange Grove 55 YouTube channel. This guy is going to basically continually hit on Indiana Jones's mom to try and get her. They're both married. Indiana Jones's mom obviously married to uh, Indy's father, Henry Jones Sr. Uh, but the maestro is also married, but he's having a rough time in his marriage. He's going to try to get her to go away with him. And this is all made more complex because... Indy's dad, Henry Jones Sr., is off on one of his educational trips, and so he's going to leave Florence, Italy for a week. And so the maestro actually starts showing Anna and Indy around for the week, and, and the nanny as well, Mrs. Seymour, or Miss Seymour. And so this, this is a wild, this is a wild, wild show. Essentially, Anna, missing Henry, almost decides to leave Henry and Indy and go off with this guy. It's crazy. It's it, Indiana Jones's mom is so close to cheating on her husband in this episode that it's wild. Now we don't we don't learn all that much more about Indy in this particular episode. This is not one of the episodes where he does befriend some local kids, but it's not the main part of the episode. They're just flying a kite. It's like one scene. So this is not an episode where we see Indy befriending like the locals. He's not really concentrated on learning the language. There's an extended metaphor in this episode where he's learning about gravity and how gravity attracts things together. But that extended metaphor is just kind of trying to showcase that um, there is an attraction between his mom and this maestro. So what do we learn about Indiana Jones from these two episodes? This is episode three, which is, um, again, uh, partially the episode about um, him in Austria with Franz Ferdinand, almost starting World War One, And then here where his mom almost cheats on, kind of does cheat emotion, has, she has an emotional affair with this guy for a few days, um, but doesn't ultimately go off with him. What does Indy learn from all this? In my opinion, in my opinion, what Indy is learning from this experience is we see later on in life, one of the big complaints about Indiana Jones has always been that the female characters feel like they are primarily there uh, to, to showcase to us what Indiana Jones is kind of like. They tend to, um, besides Marion, they don't tend to be very idealistic in terms of people we would like. Very, very few of us would say we'd like our daughters to grow up to be like the, the female characters in Indiana Jones. I think that, that there's an exception there for Marion, um, you know, depending on how you look at Marion. Um, there's some other troubling aspects with Marion and Indy because Marion is supposedly uh, underage if you do the age calculations. So that's awkward. But um, a lot of us, if you look at Willie or if you look at Elsa, they're not the embodiment of like positive female characters, particularly. And I think that what was really fascinating to me about the Perils of Cupid episode is it does two things. The first episode showcases to Indy that when he's young, he feels the same about love as any of us. He's very um, idealistic about it. Carl Jung tries to teach him about some of those things. But then there's this sneaky voice of Sigmund Freud 
who basically tells Indy love is only about sex. And even when, even when uh, a child, uh, even when a kid loves his mother, that's a, that's sexual love. It's not pure. Now, this is uh, George Lucas's interpretation of Sigmund Freud's teaching. So um, I won't get into that. I'm not an expert in Sigmund Freud. But how it impacts Indiana Jones' character is very interesting because you could make a direct connection between the way that Sigmund Freud teaches young Indy about love and the way that Indiana Jones treats Marion and Willie and Elsa um, in the movies is actually similar. So he's actually learning something from Sigmund Freud. Now, what happens with Sophia? He gets a little bit hurt with Sophia because he's not allowed to love Sophia. So that relationship kind of breaks down. So we don't see him gravitating towards a positive relationship with love and female characters. We see him actually being denied that love um, here. Now, when we fast forward to the second episode where his mother almost cheats on his father, the difference there is that Indiana Jones is the son of his mother who almost leaves them to go run off with this Italian. And Indiana Jones is very aware of that as a kid. He knows what his mother is up to. Now, here's where this is even more interesting, is that you could, you could take that, and I think George Lucas is suggesting that we should, as Indiana Jones has difficulty being vulnerable because love is so fleeting. And if his mom who he loves and, and there's no indication that she doesn't love Henry, although there is an indication that there are issues there, meaning her husband, if love is something that can just, you know, go away at some point in time and can cause somebody to leave their family, then you should probably protect yourself. Yeah, I could see that being the lesson that Indiana Jones learned. So uh, from the perils of Cupid, Indiana Jones primarily learns two lessons. One is that sometimes you love people and it can't work out. And the other one is um, sometimes people who love each other can't work that out. And you shouldn't be vulnerable because what if that happens to you? What if Indiana Jones were the one that was going to be left? Because he was going to be left by his mom because his mom was going to run off with the with the maestro. So I think that as we look at the perils of Cupid, we can come to the conclusion that part of the reason that we see Indiana Jones struggling to have relationships with female characters in the actual films originates from these two episodes. Let me know what you thought of these two episodes in the comments down below if you remember them. Um, I also have some other additional facts that I'll, I'll shoot out there. Some, I keep learning more and more about the show as we go along. So if I learn something new, I will try and communicate that out as well. They messed a lot with the order of these episodes and why they were in this order. I have learned a lot about why that is. And so it's all wild. I'll share all of that stuff over the course of time. Um, if you want to listen to these, if you don't want to watch along with me, if you want to listen, then head over to the House Stories Work um, podcast channel. Highly recommend Spotify for checking out the House Stories Work podcast channel, and you will find the audio episodes there. But as always, you will also find the video versions here at Orange Grove 55. We've also got um, some extended uh, bigger versions of these episodes coming out where we will actually be talking about the films. So I'm arranging to talk to some folks about Raiders of the Lost Ark. We'll be talking about Temple of Doom. We'll be talking about Last Crusade. And we'll be talking about Crystal Skull. And then, of course, once Dial of Destiny comes out, 
we will be talking about that as well. So thanks for joining me on all of these. If you want to support the film that I'm making, um, head over to uh, any of any of my channels and check out what we're doing. We're creating a superhero thriller, and we would love to have some of you support us. We've had some generous support from Captain John D and Marty, so we appreciate you guys. Stay tuned for more Indiana Jones content, and I will continue to break down the impactful moments in Indy's young life that we see in the films. Talk to you later. Bye.